toilet. Here we go. We talk games, right? Arcade Weekly. That's us. Yeah. Hey! Stinky lost his election. He thinks the election is best two out of three. Okay. He's here to talk about it today. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got some more slogans. You're right. He's he's right outside my earphones. Okay. I'm Wiggly. I have just spilled soda all over my entire rig right before we got online. I'm Kyle Von Kubik and nearly dodged a face full of piss <laughs> while changing my son. Lovely. I yeah. swear to God, I don't. I spilled soda over every fucking input device, and I was going to connect the main connection between the computer and the mixing board, and it was like a fucking clown car of soda coming out of this <laughs> glass. I, I spilled so much soda that the soda spilled on my other soda. You're known to do this. No, no. Yes, you are. No, not a, no. That was a you trip. Spilled, you spill lots of beverages <laughs> all was, over the place. That was tripping. That was a tripping. This was a soda spill. It took me a roll of paper towels to clean everything up. I fortunately, like I said, it went all, all over every input device. Fortunately, I always have two sets of input devices hooked up my, to my computer. So I have my Korean keyboard and my uh, glass trackpad. Does that mean we're speaking in Korean right now? No. No, no, but if I have to type anything, I have to. Wiggly, I was in a car with you where you yeah. spilt what can only be described <laughs> as a lake worth of soda. That's true. I forgot about that. 100% game talk, no filler. Yeah. That was on our way to Just a tumble. Spiller. The spill, no filler. No spiller. Quicker picker upper Rosie. Yeah. We are going to do a, a, a title today. It's a throwback to yeah. uh, what is? what are we finishing up here? We're finishing up uh, Schmuptember. Yeah, we're <laughs> and we're finishing up November November buffer, buffer, and we're, we're finishing in the middle of, and we've we're going back to a, yeah. a shooter. It is a shooter, and coming sorts. hot off the heels of uh, this presidential election, we're fighting the fascist pigs. Uh, actually, Stinky's still in the running for a right, and here he comes. He's going to come in and tell us more. Oh, great! <laughs> What's up, Stink? Hey, everyone. Yeah, hi. You know what? We don't even. <laughs> First-time listeners, they don't even understand what Stinky is. Well, he's on all the T-shirts, so fucking go there. Redbubble, I'm a people. Redbubble people, Bionic Wiggly. And as we've discussed, not on the air, you should go back and listen to our back catalog and learn about us and Stinky the Game Master because there's a lot of great content. www.wetalkgames.com. I'm I'm so good. You're great. And all my albums are free? Stinky.sexy. Oh, that's right. We got the holiday season is is just around the bend. Stinky, uh, can we expect another Christmas album from you? You can expect the same Christmas okay. album. Okay. I'm doing a, a greatest hits. It's both albums this time. Nice. Yeah, I already did. And the the monster's ass. Y- yeah, I and, think that was it. And the streak. 
Did you never even mention how you like the streak? Oh, to you personally? Yeah. It, it, great as always. Yeah. I love when you sing. Yeah. I told the streak like it is. Yes, you did. I wasn't like beating around my bush, you know, as right. so to speak. Yeah. I said what it was about uh, for the presidential election. You know, most people, uh, they have to talk about God and stuff. So I thought, well, I'm going to talk about God. I talked to my rabbi so I could find out a story, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, Hillary Clinton talks to God every day, she said before the election. And uh, George W. Bush, his favorite author is Jesus. You know, that great writer, Jesus Christ, wrote so many books. So I talked to my rabbi, and uh, he gave me this analogy, uh, a great one to use against my political opponents. You know who you are. And he said, uh, it's sort of like this. They're standing out on this roof, you know, during a flood that George Bush forgot about people living on roofs during the floods. Right. And the guys, my political opponents on the roof, you know, and they're, they're talking to God every day and Jesus seen around. So they're like, oh, I'm on the roof. Uh, God will save me from uh, the getting down, washed down the river on the flood. So a boat comes up and say, hey, get on the boat. And they're like, no, no. They wave him off. No, no, God, come. I talked to him. He's going to come save us. So they're there for another day. They're getting, you know, they're getting that white shit around the corners of their mouth. Uh, and uh, Wiggly, why aren't you responding to me? <laughs> I'm just listening to this thing. This is riveting. I think you're going to win. Yeah, so it's the second day, and they're out there, another boat comes by, bigger, bigger boat. And they say, come on, get on, we're going to save you from the, because you're going to get washed down the, in the ocean. And uh, no, they wave them off, no, no, God, God will save us. I really hope there's a payoff to all this. Well, this is my rabbi. Okay. What are you talking about? Well, rabbi doesn't pay off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. some sort of way. Uh, so they said, no, God going to help. And uh, the guy said, all right, well, fuck you. And then they left. So then uh, it's third day. And boy, they're like, what the hell? And a helicopter comes. They says, come on, get get on the rope ladder. We're sending down. You link your elbow into it. And then you bring each foot up one at a time and come up the rope ladder of the, the helicopter. Save you. Both my political opponents, you know who you are. They wave them off. They say, no, God's going to save us. And then they drown. They, they go up to my Lord. And they say, Jehovah. And they say, God, what the what happened? I prayed out to you and you didn't save us. And uh, God's like, what the hell you want from me? I sent you a fucking two boats in a helicopter. Yeah. I, I got you. So that's my God story. Great. They're out there flailing around, believing her own bullshit. And here I am telling you the truth. Vote for me. Right in Stinky. Stinky 2017. Peace out. All right, Stinky. Hot on the campaign trail, this guy. So happy to using see him your go. Fu- using your funds wisely. Still on the bus. Speaking of flying around, <laughs> yeah, we can get that ties right Seamless in. Seamless transition. Great yeah. job, Wiggly. One hundred percent game talk. No <laughs> spiller fillers. Uh, we're going to talk today about a game that you probably not have played. I don't think it's made it onto any I compilation. No. No, who, who, I did. You did? You played? I did for the show. I've never heard of this game in the past. Right. No. Who has? I has. That's why I said, let's play this game. There was a similar game that I made you guys play. Well, let's talk about the game. The game. Like, what game are we recording? 
Acrobatic uh, dog fight. Right. Not to which be you ki- originally told me was acrobatic dig fight. <laughs> Better than telling you that it was dog fight, which came out a year earlier by <sighs> mechanical... Michael Vick? Nah, yeah, Michael Vick it might have come out by. I think they were called like technical ding-dongs or something. What, uh, like an electrical mechanical game? No, 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 no. It, it was a it was a game called Dogfight, and it came okay. out a, a year before this. But it was it was horrible. All it was was like a ripoff of um, who's typing? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Stinky, <laughs> Mind Mechanic, or somebody. And all it was was a Galaga, except the planes never formed a formation where you could shoot. They just come in, just like a reskinning, except the bullets were like one pixel high. I don't even want to talk about it. So it's not dogfight. Okay. It's acrobatic dogfight. Right. Otherwise known as Batnohara no Sucharaka Kuchensen, named after that famous uh, fighter pilot, Sucharaka, Su- Sucharaka Kuchu Rocket. Yeah, Chuchu Rocket. Kuchusen. So evidently a person named that. And you can sort of see that maybe happening in the title screen. This is actually published by uh, Data East. It was made by Technos of Japan in 1984. Now, it was actually released in 1985, although all title screens will say 1984. Right. But 1984, what I said was I wanted to play a game like Sky Kid or Looping. It's definitely like Sky Kid. Even like Time Pilot. Yeah, it's like Sky Kid. Sky, Sky, but all three of those titles, 1984, or wait, maybe... Wait. Sky Kid, I think, Sky came Kid out in 1985. Yeah, Sky Kid 85. So that's and the most like. Time likely. Pilot came out in 1983. And Time Pilot was something I thought of immediately, but the perspective's different. Time Pilot's like top down. You're looking yeah, at your, yeah, yeah. your vehicle, or, right. you know, different planes, and you're flying around. But it's the same sort of mechanic mm-hmm. that's fast and loose, is the only way I can describe it, that's yeah. applied to this side scrolling experience. Exactly. But I started playing the game very much like Time Pilot, where I'm like, oh, I just sort of <laughs> fly around and kill guys, not realizing that there's actually like a goal yeah. that I had to get to. Despite the fact that on the screen, it clearly states start and goal with yeah. a little meter between the two. Yeah, but you know. I'm th- dumb. <laughs> There's a lot of shit on screen, though. There is. I always say that I like to go into these games blind. I don't do research. I don't watch YouTube. I tried to give you as much help as I could, though. You normally do. You normally give me a little bit of uh, pointers and whatnot. But I put the credits in, I hit start, and I just play. Because as far as I'm concerned, if this was 1984 and I'm Mm -hmm. walking into whatever arcade would actually have acrobatic dogfight... (laughs) I'm going to drop a quarter in and play. I'm not going to like read an FAQ about yeah. how to play the game before I drop my quarter in. You know what I'm saying? Like You're either drawn to the machine or you're not. Right. So I go into each experience like that. What I enjoyed about this game was I kept learning along the way sure. and never got past the second stage. Yeah. You're going to play maybe two goals and that's it. Let's turn to T.T. Smookins. Uh, after I just mentioned Looping came out in 1982 for your home ColecoVision, I think. Although that was similar in the fact that you do loop-de-loops, Looping, incredibly difficult game because all you're trying to do is blow up a bridge like Breakout, except using a plane that has to bounce off the ceiling after it does a loop and uh, can only shoot while it's going down while other planes are shooting at you because you want to destroy the terminal that's under the bridge <laughs> but um like i said it's a game i wanted to play like that let's go to tt hello 
I am Titish Kmutkins, and this is Titish Snapstads. <coughs> Acrobatic Dogfight was released in 1985. The export version for North American was released by Data East USA, under license from Technos Japan, and the video game is an arcade game. For more information about the game itself, please see the original Japanese version. Dogfight. Batanohara no Suchiraka Kuchusen, model TA0011. Dogfight. Batanohara no Suchiraka Kuchusen's, model TA0011 main CPU used 2M6502 clocked at 1.5 MHz. It also used two general instrument AY8910 clocked at 1.5 MHz to provide the game's sound. The game allowed for two alternating players utilizing a gateway joystick and some buttons. Batanohara no Suchiraka Kuchusen roughly translates from Japanese as Ohara's Cross in Irresponsible Distress. The name Sakuraki is a parody from a 1965 Japan TV program. Suchiraka Temple. Like anyone cares. After destroying 20 aircraft in a wave, enemy ran away. And you are awarded with 20,000 points in the free parachute. Antonio Coangelo of Senago, Italy, holds the official record for this game with 1,445,050 points on July 17, 1985. No one has played it since. This Titi's Red Snapper Snatch has been brought to you by the new Dr. Tung Tung's Tung Tung Sauce, it's Tung Tung Yi. I cut my harmonica on an ice cube and now have to sit in with my back facing an ingrown hair. <coughs> back to Kyle and Wiggly, on the We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine program. Thanks TT. She's always does a great job. Getting a little bitter though. Sometimes, yes. <laughs> a little bitter sometimes, bad mood someday, you know. But uh, she loves doing it. She gets to talk about her tech specs and all that other spec checks. Again, new listeners, new listeners to the show, we apologize, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. You'll <laughs> learn along the way. At first, you know, it was just TT and uh, and Stinky. They were the stars of the show, really. Yeah. Although they didn't do very much. We, you know, I wanted to play a game like Looping and Looping Around. We haven't mentioned yet that it is a comical style game. Your initial protagonist is riding on the outside of his tiny plane. Yes. So I told you, I think you guys played Pistol Daimyo no Boken. Didn't I have you play that game? Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of similar like that with the funny. It's very mm-hmm. similar to games that came out much later. Uh, Pistol Dynamo came out in 1990. I think I think 95 was the game that I love the most, which is Hana Takadaka for uh, the uh, PC Engine. Boy, if you want to play a funny game, the bosses. This game doesn't really have bosses. This game has the oh. same sort of formula over and over again, although you might think the UFO is a boss. It's not yeah. really a boss. There's- the sensibility of the game reminded me of Boogie Wings, but it doesn't play like Boogie Wings, and the sprites are incredibly big for the screen real estate, unlike Boogie Wings, where the sprites are very small, so you could have gigantic bosses. But the sort of comedic, cartoony, hey, remember how fun World War II was <laughs> sensibility is sort of what's happening here. I think Boogie Wings is more World War I-esque, where this would mm-hmm. definitely be more World War II. I believe you're flying in a Japanese Zero plane. 
E, well, it can turn quickly, so probably, but then you got the P-40 Warhawk in there that you try to jump on, and that's probably the most iconic of the shark tooth vehicles. Yes. Now, there were a lot of shark tooth vehicles. There were even um, the Axis even had uh, shark tooth vehicles. And the pig helicopters. Pig helicopters. Uh, <laughs> not even helicopters. Those were they're, used in the... Uh... They're like French Indian War. They're they're like Action Jackson helicopter packs. They wear them on their back, I think. Yeah, they're... I got the Inspector Gadget vibe, but same difference. Mm, I think it's definitely World War II. Of course, the P fifty Mustang Cadillac of the Skies was take the... a drink. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's a new drinking game for we talking. <laughs> the Mustang was the the plane that allowed us to defeat the Zeros. Mm. And uh, they only ever captured uh, one of our Mustangs intact. And uh, it later became part of a flying circus that they would go around with the, the Japanese really. captured air- airplanes. Yeah, aircraft. The Zero had a very quick turning radius, but it was the speed. It was the speed of the Mustangs that, that really got. But I don't think there's any Mustangs in this game unless that one plane is supposed to be. But we're what we're trying to get at here is there are realistic planes also in this. Right. And we'll talk about that mechanic as well. There's also UFOs, as we mentioned. There's yeah. two types of UFOs. One that lays landmines, <laughs> mm-hmm. and one that shoots a laser. And then there's this UFO cat. I I don't really know what it is. It's like oh, a, I thought it was a pig face because the uh, antagonists in the game are these sort of Kaiser helmet wearing pigs. <laughs> they they are. It's a very unusual game. Very yeah. strange. So I was what, trying to think back. Is yeah. this the first game? that used the fascist pig motif Mm. as their antagonist. Because I thought back to other games that had pigs, but I thought of uh, Puyan Puyan, where the pigs were the protagonists. They were the good guys. Right, right, right. But we've seen this a lot. Angry Birds, good example. I thought that was the first one. No, definitely not. (laughs) Atomba, Rocket Knight. These are all Mm. games with this sort of uh, trope where the enemies are these pigs, and normally they're depicted in some sort of fascist demeanor like they have a kaiser helmet or they have some sort of symbolism that looks like vague nazism or something like this where the their flags represent like maybe an x and a white i I might be thinking of metal slug as well but um you get the point where like the the pigs are these evil fascist uh enemies i think this may be the first game i could not find in my research a game prior to this where that motif was used so that may be an interesting historical note I just haven't had enough time to research it further. Right on, man. Fascist pig, that's what you sh- probably should have looked up, etymology of that, how that started, and if actual pig faces and heads were used to represent that. Well, see, because you had a pig hero with the with the Monkey King. Monkey King, very old yes. uh, Chinese yeah. uh, thing. He he was a hammer-wielding a pig, so I don't Wasn't know. It, uh, and in that uh, fable, and again, I might be confused, he was a monk? Or was that a different character altogether? Uh, which one, the pig or the monkey? The monkey was not a, a monk. I think his pig companion. He might have been. Yeah. Stop yelling at your radios, listeners. It doesn't help. We don't fucking yeah. care. And please don't write in. All writings must be s- submitted through the United States Postal Service. Why don't you uncork it for us? Right from when you get in your plane and take off and there's weird bunch of people seeing you off. Uh, the, the, let me tell you what happened to me when I first put the quarter in. Put the quarter yeah. in, I uh, took off and crashed. That's what happened to me. Because <laughs> I didn't know you had to fly a little bit before you actually gave it some altitude. Uh, it some I lift. believe I got a spear in the back of the head because I was <laughs> pressing every button other than the directionals to try to get acceleration to happen with my uh, 
little plane. Hit right, and the plane will start moving right and eventually take off. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. And there's there's people seeing you off. They're all, you know, waving at you, wishing you luck, I guess. Godspeed. Right. Take off the ground, and then you have, yeah. there's two types of buttons. One is to give you a boost, yep. speed boost. Makes you there's go real three fast. Buttons. And it also makes you, oh, there's three buttons. Yeah, there is. there's one to shoot. There's one to accelerate, oh, right, right. but you use your fuel faster. And then the other one is to eject from your aircraft. And the eject is actually strategical, stri- yes. strategic, because when you're flying around and these other planes are attacking you, you want to try to jump onto their planes, and that's a way to either get better firepower or, like I said, the P-40, that actually can shoot diagonally in front of you and forward in front of you, so you can destroy more planes. You know why that's a helpful tip? No. Because I just learned about that mechanic right now. <laughs> I thought the, the only mechanic for jumping away, you have a set metric in regard to um, how many times you can jump out of the plane safely because you only have, I believe, two parachutes to begin with. With a parachute, yeah. yeah. You can, you can always that, you jump, can jump off. Out. You can always right. jump out as long as you land on another plane. But if you jump out and miss the other plane, then you need to parachute down. So I only use the parachute to avoid having my plane explode because the first hit you take, you're, you have a little bit of uh, flame action happening on your tail. Yeah. So I would eject, try to mitigate my way to the bottom, and then run along the uh, runway to hopefully the next plane, which you could jump in and take off. Now, here's the thing. When you're running along the runway, the longer you do that, the more enemies are going to try to kill you while you're there. And there are specific enemies just for that portion of the screen, Mm -hmm. the runway, that will pop out only when you're out of your aircraft. One being fucking Godzilla. (laughs) I love that he digs out of the ground and his fireball is very difficult to jump over. I laughed so hard when that happened. (laughs) It's I was lovely. like, oh, oh, really? That That's going to happen now. Okay. But that just goes into the sensibility of the game. It's very comedic. Yeah. Let's mention that it was sort of a race. You have a goal. You try to get to the goal. It's not. There's no timer on it, but you, you do have fuel. So you have fuel to worry about. You have obstacles to worry about. You have a goal that's very far away. You have an upper limit, which goes into outer space, which is awesome. You yes. gas it up to outer space just for the hell of it the first time. And what you find out is you'll get to a certain peak and then your plane will just come straight down without your ability to be able to turn and dodge bullets and things like that from your other uh, opponents. Right. Then there's also the ground and you can get very close to the ground. You can't crash into the ground, but it's hard to eject. You do take one hit and your plane will start to stutter, but you can still keep flying in that if you want to take the chance. You can jump out of the plane onto another plane to try to regain fuel. And once again, this is horizontally going towards the right to mm-hmm. a goal. But the game does expect you to keep looping around and try to defeat enemies on certain areas because each time you shoot an enemy, that adds fuel to your fuel gauge as well. Right. And depending on the enemy, it'll add different metrics of fuel. Right. So the pig helicopters actually give you a really big boost, whereas like the other fighter planes that you initially start defeating only give you like one block of fuel each time you blow them up. And when they blow up, can we talk about that real quick? It looks like a bloody mess is happening in the sky. It doesn't look like an explosion. It looks like guts and blood are splooshing out of these planes. Except for the UFOs. The UFOs break apart very... uh, Geometrically. Yeah, they're not really impressive. It's kind of chunky and it looks like they just took the sprite divided it into four and then just 
put the squares to the left, right. You know, yeah. when you can eject in and then parachute down, you regain your fuel because you get in another ship. But it's uh, sometimes hard to run to the back and forth. But you could duck and you could jump. Most of the time, there's a dive bomber coming from back of you that uh, will explode a, uh, a divot in back of you, and the rocks fly, so you have to jump over them. So it's a good idea to just keep jumping like a fucking maniac. Yes, and, uh, absolutely. If you jump over obstacles, you get a thousand points each time, which you know points are important. <laughs> yeah, they. I On mean, main. I guess. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to see that thousand dollars. And if you keep jumping over your airplane for some reason, if you jump back and forth over your airplane, you'll get a, a thousand points as well. Oh, is that so? Yeah. I didn't know that. So you get back in your regular airplane. That's one thing. Yeah. And then, like I said, you're riding on the outside. Sort of like a Kiko's flying squadron that came out way later on the Sega CD. Boy, I could not wait for that. Cause he was a bunny ear, eared, uh, oh, wait a minute. There was there, sexy Parodius also had uh, the bunny ear yep. girl on the uh, outside of a bomb missile. Yeah, missile. Some mm. some sort of rocket. Anyway, Kiko's flying squad are very looking really forward to that as a shooter and um, sort of a letdown. Unfortunately, I have to go back and revisit it though. That's basically you try to get to the goal. You get to the goal and you have to. I don't know how the fuck I landed on that place. You can fly past it and it's a sky floating. Thing. Sort of like a, I don't know, platform in the sky. Yeah. With pigs defending it and a flag on top. And sometimes I ran right into the platform and that made me get victory. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, my plane was inside of the platform and I was like on top of it celebrating. And sometimes I had to destroy a lot of pigs on there and sometimes I didn't. It was it was really odd how it allowed me to win. I only did two levels because it takes forever to get yeah. from point That's A to point B. That's the thing is... I played this game a couple times and for long periods, but I only got up to the second stage because it's a lot of stage for that first stage. It takes a while to get to that goal. Mm. I would say it takes probably two or three minutes to get from one end to the other, you know, safely. I think it takes a lot longer. It could. It very well could. Without the kills? I think you're looking at 10, 15 minutes just for one level. You know what? It's very well possible. Like I said, I spent hours playing this game and i only (laughs) saw the second stage yeah i made it through the second stage and there's absolutely no difference in anything it's fun though the thing is it's very difficult and it's frustrating at times and there's a lot of stuff that will kill you cheaply because of the size of the sprites you're going to fly right into a bullet or someone's going to sneak up behind you relatively easily because there's just not enough space on the screen or your snapshot of the screen where you're operating. The, the levels of the stages are very big. You can fly up into the stratosphere or down low and loop around and whatnot. And it's not force scrolling. You can do it at your own pace. Right. But it's very difficult to see what's coming ahead. And often that leads to you running into something and you either um, having to jump out of your plane or you lose a life. This is one of those games where you have to say, why? Why did this ever happen? Sure, it's very, it's a strange sort of game, but I, I enjoy it. I, Me too. I think that it was something that uh, was one of the things that happened in the mid to late 80s in the arcade where it's like, okay, we're, we can make things look pretty, but what's fun? And they were just experimenting and throwing things against the wall and seeing what stuck. And clearly this didn't stick, No, <laughs> but um, it came close in my opinion. Yeah, it's like what I told you. I said, you know, it's a difficult game. It's not really great, but it's very charming. Yeah, it is charming. I think that the thing that probably makes this game 
less notable or less known is that unlike Time Pilot, which again is just as fast and loose as this game, you definitely feel like you're learning the controls and you're learning the mechanics, but uh, at least for me, I didn't feel like if I spent more time with this game, I would master this game. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess there was the, the kinetics of it were that that's not fair. I was going to say the kinetics of the game are off, but it's it's not. It's just that maybe there's just too much happening, whereas something maybe a little simpler like uh, time pilots, it was easier to snap into and get into that zone that I talk about mm-hmm. often with certain type of games where I, I never felt like I could get into a zone because I was always on my toes yeah. flying around. Now, in time pilot, you also have an objective. There's really no objective here. I mean, yeah, you have a goal, you have people to shoot, but there's really no reason to do it. I think one of the pieces that keep this game working for me, besides the fact that it's aesthetically pleasing to me, is that you don't mind dying because it probably has the funniest faces of death ever in any video game. Your little fella has a, a, a like a beard, like a, mm-hmm. a little beard and mustache around his mouth. And he gets squashed. He gets burnt to a crisp. He gets killed in all these different ways. And that that one just with him so flat, with his head so big and his mouth wide open. I don't know if you know which animation I mean. Mm-hmm. And no, just I do. Still, I saw it yeah. numerous times. Yeah, he's just laying there with his mouth wide open. <laughs> it's as yeah. big as his whole body. And that mustache around his face and it's just this goofy look. It's just, I cracked up every fucking time I saw it. Yeah, think think of Tex Avery cartoons with the dynamite blowing up in a character's mouth or steamrolled or whatever. The very violent, classic cartoons of the 40s and 50s animation. That's what you're seeing here. Again, it's 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 very comedic and like you said, charming. I I agree with you completely with that. And that's what drew me to the game and keep playing the game is because of the squash and stretch <laughs> yeah. sort of uh, sensibility that was happening with the art style. And he's kicking the plane. You know, he's kicking the plane yes. to like go faster. It, it, there, there's just a, so much time went into creating the atmosphere, I think, of this game. Yeah, or the hills have eyes. There's faces <laughs> carved into the mountains because why not? You realize that? Like the, yeah, the back, yeah. background artist was like, well, fuck, if everyone's going to have fun doing the sprites, I'm going <laughs> to do yeah. something interesting in the background for no reason. It's not like, uh, as far as I can tell, because I only played the two stages, they don't become enemies or anything like no. that. It was just, it was in there. It seems like Technos really enjoyed themselves making this game. Yeah. You know what? It's polished, and then yet it's the current meme guys. That meme guy with the that's black and white with the weird face and the grin thing happening uh, the troll face yeah well, yeah I, yeah definitely so it's I like it's like that new meme sensibility of a very crude and ms paint type of stuff alongside this very polished game but not like in a um jam lammy type of thing or anything like that but in a cool I mean, i'm saying i'm not trying to say that that, that color form game shit wasn't cool i'm just saying that i think this was hip in modern standards even though you know it wasn't shooting for that shit happened to come back around to the type of imaging imagery that you're seeing back then so definitely i know you love when i do this when i make parallels to music and games yeah okay would you describe it as sort of kind of uh, punk rock yeah it has a punk rock sensibility 
the mechanic is just simply shooting stuff. It's the same, you know, three chords, but the way that they uh, use those three chords and the additional things that they add into the game, like the parachuting, like Godzilla coming out of the yeah. ground, like a UFO, like a pig on a helicopter. And I'm just making that comparison now. That's not something I wrote in my notes, but I agree with you again. The game is polished but has rough edges, but that's what makes it cool. I would say it's a punk rock ethic over Stravinsky. Fuck. Which Stravinsky was punk rock anyway, so I don't give a shit it's about it. It's a uh, doubling down. That, it's, it's shit that hits you. Yeah, it's shit that hits you out of nowhere with some of the things. So I think that's what Stravinsky did. Okay. We talk classical. Considered classical uh, punk rock now. <clears throat> yeah. Definitely more. You're old. Uh, you know, yeah. Now, if you listen to classical music, you know that there's all different types of the, the common cliques like Beethoven and, and all those people. But if you get into Stravinsky, that's when you're getting into some um, some shit sounds like fucking machine guns going off. It's 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 really good. So I think that that would really fit in with this. Whereas, you know, the can can doesn't. And that's a, that's I can't remember who who wrote that. That's a classical piece as well. That we yeah. always call the can can polka. I, I don't know. And- um you don't want me to hit my keyboard again. No, so. no. So I, w- uh, I don't know if I would go back to this. I definitely recommend that you play it as a uh, main user, as an arcade user. Uh, yeah. And you'll probably play it for a while like we did. But have we gotten enough of it? I think I have. Yeah, I might go back in a few years. I would go back to show somebody. Yeah. It's like an oddity. But it would not be on my short list of... Hey, I'm booting up Mame, and I want to play some fun games. I and not that this game isn't fun. No, I would recommend people playing it. It's uh, not demanding on any Mame system. It's an easy to find ROM. You shouldn't have any issues running it on really any system. And I think you're going to get some enjoyment out of it and a few laughs and surprises yeah. that hopefully we didn't ruin them all yeah. on this show for you. Here's one tip to uh, I'll give you another tip. Just a tip that I found. Yeah. I found out when those fucking UFOs come out, I was able to get them, the guy that keeps laying down limpet mines in the air. <laughs> For some reason, I was able to weave in and out of them. But if you just hit it towards the ground, the laser guy just kept blowing the shit out of me. He was rough. Yeah. You have to keep looping on him. And you sort of have to go more straight on the guy that does the limpet mines. But then I just like sort of cheated and went towards the ground and um, they, they stayed above me and then went away. To me, it's like a cat. You say it's like a robot pig, and I believe you because that's probably makes a lot more sense. But to me, it was like a like lucky cat, except made out of a robot because those three things that he shoots out at you, I, I thought of as like paws going through the air, swiping at the air. Okay. I hated him, though. I, I couldn't destroy him. Oh, by the way, I jumped into a UFO. And I didn't think you could do that. You can, and you get electrocuted. So don't <laughs> jump into a UFO. <laughs> but that is one of the cool play mechanics is being able to jump onto another plane. And if you defeat a whole shitload of people, the planes just start coming at you sort of angularly, and they sort of cross the screen at a steady rate. And that's when you can either get right on top of them or right underneath them and make a good jump to the other plane. That's why it does pay to take time to destroy things. But in order for me to get to the end, I had to just sort of try to blast through as fast as I could, using up my fuel and then trying to jump onto another plane to get more fuel. Or when you get to that part where they're the helicopter pack pigs, I was able to shoot them pretty easily by doing like a zigzag. They do get hard, you know, you can get, yeah. you can get trapped by a lot of these things. But an interesting shooter, nonetheless. 
Play with your friends and neighbors. Let's give our uh, video game haikus. Mine's going to suck, so let me go first. <laughs> okay, remember this is for <laughs> dogfight. Baton no hara no sucharaka kuchu sen. Here's my uh, Zen Buddhism. Acrobatic dogfight. Five seven Haiku. five seven five. Five seven five. O'Hara's sixteen rooms war victory. Always what the fuck? <laughs> There's so. Did you know it was sixteen rooms war fight? I didn't. It was sixteen rooms war fight. If you look at the flyer for this, which of course I post on the facebook yes it's just as confusing as all the what the fuck shit that's happening in the game so that's <laughs> that's what i can i look up. forward to seeing it yeah it, it has actual pigs with spiked helmets on nice mm. here's my haiku rip call bearded pilot to fight the fascist pigs oh shit godzilla <laughs> that's perfect that is perfect Okay, hey everybody, hey, uh, tune in next week for another We Talk Games Arcade Weekly. We hope that you like us. Bye-bye. I like you just the way you are. Mm, Don't change.
Oh, oh, oh.